Welcome to the Danny Cola Podcast, everybody. And on today's episode, I get to pick the brain of the Dubai Police Academy trainer, conditioning specialist, coach, Nino Barbu at Nino Fitness. Nino's also a competitive bodybuilder. Uh, I caught him when he was in Barcelona right before he got on stage for the Arnold Classic Europe. Uh, And he made it in the top 10. So congrats to Nino. In this podcast, I get to talk to him a little bit about his professional rugby career. We talk a little bit about the bodybuilding world and how he was depleting of all carbohydrates 10 days out of his competition. And he talked a little bit about how he goes about that. He talked a little bit about how uh, he's living in Dubai and built up a business out in Dubai, uh, how he built up his Instagram. There's a lot of inspirational, motivational information that came out of this 35-minute podcast. Nino's a really smart guy, and I look forward to chatting and picking his brain in the future and hopefully putting out some more badass podcasts like this one. So without further ado, give it up for my main man, Nino. Follow his Instagram, at Nino Fitness. And uh, I hope you guys enjoy this podcast just as much as I enjoyed having this conversation. I'm here. Finally, we made it. Nino Fitness, Dubai personal trainer in Barcelona. And uh, you're there for the Arnold Classic. You're actually competing. So I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to sit down and talk with me, man, and and let me pick your brain a little bit. I know we've been uh, trying to set up a time and day to do this, and now we finally got it, and it's like the perfect timing. So how's everything going? That's right. Uh, Anyway, I have uh, plenty of time right now because I just have to eat. I start uh, carb loading actually today. So my, I get my smile back and my mood, everything is fine. So uh, nothing, I just have to eat carbs. Like what's the protocol? Uh, well, it was a, it's a long, a long um, procedure because actually you start on high carbs, then you start uh, around maybe 14, 16 weeks, then you start cutting carbs, increase cardio and, uh, you know, uh, more workouts. So obviously you're going to burn more calories but you're going to eat less. So the body has to react. You have to burn something. So if you don't give him carbs, he will uh, access the, the fat storages, right? So this is the way, you, uh, this is the way you're going to drop weight, let's say. Then in the last two, three weeks, you have to go uh, pretty low carb. Uh, What's low carb? How many, how many grams? Uh, let's say um, I went around 120, 150. And I have, I'm 100 kgs, 187. So uh, 120 gram carbs per day, it's nothing. It's like uh, 300 grams of rice, let's say. Okay. But I have to All work right. out, uh, two times a day, uh, one time cardio, so it's like three workouts, imagine. So actually the deficit I, that I create every day, it was around 1,000, 1,500 calories per day. 1,000 to 1,500 calories. It, it, okay, interesting. And So in the... In the uh, 10 days, uh, let's say 10 days out, 10 days before the competition, you go zero carbs. You have to deplete, right? And then yeah. you deplete your body of, of, on carbs. So better you're going to deplete, better you, uh, the body is going to absorb later. You're going to, because it's going to be like hungry, you know, uh, starving for right, carbs. Right. So now, then. Do you mean like even vegetables, cut out vegetables too? No, it's the only source, but you don't have a direct source like potatoes, rice, uh, bread, uh, nothing like direct Got source, it. right? So you have only veggies, fats, and uh, protein. Then, uh, Dude, you're looking shredded. Trend, thank you. Then three days out, you start carb loading. Wednesday, Tuesday, Thursday. 
uh, no, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, sorry, and then uh, Saturday before stage. Awesome. So tomorrow, uh, so you have two more days left until the big day. Yes. Uh, yeah, on high carbs. Then slowly I'm going to cut water. So I'm going to get dry because the body, even the, the carbs, they're going to absorb water. We already know. To make glycogen, to, to fill up the muscle, right. you need carbs and water. Once you're going to eat a lot of carbs, they're going to start to absorb water. Once you're going to cut water, you're going to get dry and full in the same time. So you have to find the trick because, um, you, as you know, we are all different. So um, there is no coach in the world to tell you you have to eat this amount of carbs or they're just going to tell you approximately you know, where you have to be. But uh, then you have to check in the mirror, see how you're going to react from competition to competition. You get experience. Uh, maybe one day you're going to carb load with sweet potatoes. The next competition you're going to carb load uh, like right now. Uh, I'm just doing uh, cream of rice and uh, rice cakes. That's all. I don't want to touch rice, for example. I don't know. I just want to try, you know, to <clears> see how it works. Sure. And in your opinion right now, I mean, I, I saw some pictures of you and you're looking pretty shredded, man. Um, in your opinion, how do you feel like you are turning out uh, two days before stage? Uh, I think this is uh, the most uh, critic days. I mean, this is where you're going to see actually the, the, the big difference, you know. Uh, maybe like three, four days out before the competition, you feel like you don't want to step on stage. You are not ready. But then once you're going to fill up the muscle, because of course there is no pump, there is no glycogen, nothing. You look like you just start working out. But then you're going to fill up the muscle. You're going to get uh, dry. So uh, right. each hour, it's uh, it's very important, you know, because it's going to make the difference. Later, I'm going to be on stage. For me, it's better, you know, because I have more time to dry. I have more time to, to eat carbs. Yeah, man. Very interesting. There's a, there's a science behind it. And it sounds to me like you know what the hell you're talking about. Um, you know, I guess in today's day and age, people confuse what you have to do to look in tip top shape for bodybuilding with regular everyday health. You know what I'm saying? So what you're doing, de depleting of glycogen, losing water, feeding yourself back. I mean, this is all very intricate information. And, uh, it's interesting. So good luck to you on Saturday. I'm really excited for you. So talk a little bit about Excellent. the Arnold Classic for people who don't really know. I mean, tell me about it. I'm not super uh, familiar with the bodybuilding world. So talk to me a little bit about the competition that you're doing in Barcelona and how and what this means to you. Obviously, it takes a lot of time and effort to train for this, and it's you're passionate about it, obviously. So tell me a little bit about uh, the uh, competition. Yeah. So um, actually, Arnold, he, who is the owner of the competition, he created, I think, like eight or nine events during the year. So you have Arnold Classic uh, Europe, which is uh, always in Barcelona, uh, in Spain. And you have uh, South America, you have uh, Australia, uh, Asia, uh, you have Arnold Classic uh, USA. So you have different events right. around the world, right? So the most important event in the fitness and bodybuilding, for the people who doesn't know, it's Mr. Olympia, obviously. It's like the, the World Cup, let's say, right? right. Then the right. second event, uh, it's Arnold Classic Ohio, USA. Every, every bodybuilder goes for that, even the, the people that... That was just this one? That was like uh, no, three weeks ago? No, this was Mr. Olympia. This was the biggest, the biggest, yeah. Oh, Mr. Olympia. Usually the Arnold ago, Classic right. Ohio, uh, USA, it's in uh, March. Then the third event in the world it's Arnold Classic Europe, you know, because it's like in the middle of the in the, in the middle of the Europe, uh, athletes from all over the world. I mean, in my class last year, for example, was like 200 athletes from all over the world. Imagine, so uh, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty uh, pretty good uh, event, let's say. 
then uh, I'm I'm pretty excited, you know, to to do it because uh, it's quite tough to to reach this level, you know. There is a lot of people giving up on the way because it's a it's a very high level. So if you don't if you don't have if you are not in a condition to to step on stage, you uh, you better you know stay away. So um, yeah, I feel I feel I feel pretty proud of me. Absolutely. Uh, keeping in mind that I have uh, two other jobs, so I'm doing just for uh, for fun. Right, right. You're a police officer. You live in Dubai. Um, I, I want you to unpack that a little bit. Tell me what it's like living in Dubai. I mean, in America, we, you know, we, we hear about it. It's got one of the tallest buildings. It's in the middle of the desert. It's beautiful. It's a it's a you know rich city and it's a rich country, United Arab Emirates. So tell me a little bit about the lifestyle living out there and what that's like and and building a business out there nonetheless. Sure. So I have to first. I have to update your information. I'm not a police officer. You can yeah. be a police officer only if you are a Muslim, which I'm not. I'm Christian. So I. So you I, could hold on. Time out. You could only be a police officer in Dubai if you're Muslim. Yes. 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 Hmm. Okay. So uh, I'm a trainer, coach for them, like uh, right. you know, a general fitness. Let's say. Right, personal training. Uh, yeah, for for the um, uh, future officers, you know, for the kids that are coming to the academy, they have to spend there four years, and from there they're gonna split. Maybe immigration uh, on the street, uh, you know, uh, on the traffic. Maybe some of them, uh, I don't know, in the police station. Depends. Depends. Uh, you know, special forces. Depends where they choose, where they have the the studies right. to go for it. You know. So yeah, I'm I'm a coach for uh, first coach for uh, the Dubai Police Academy and a nutritionist. In the same time, I I take care about uh, their nutrition. So the story starts like four years ago when I um, I have to to start to, uh, I have to stop rugby because of uh, injury in my lower back. I have to. Have- and you you played with the Romanian national team with rugby. Yeah, right? that's true. I started uh, I playing rugby nine years old, so I played for eighteen years. Then uh, I become professional. I uh, this is the way I reached actually to Barcelona before I was living here playing in Barcelona. Then one year I moved to France. I was playing at a high level in France. Then uh, getting back to Romania because I signed a contract as a professional player uh, player in rugby sevens. And I became a captain uh, for mm. Romania Rugby Sevens uh, from 24 till 27 years old, three years. Then suddenly uh, I was in a tournament in France, in Lyon. And uh, one day I wake up and I had a really, uh, knee, uh, really bad uh, knee pain, you know. Then uh, I decided to start checking. What, I don't know what, what was go, going uh, wrong with my knee. Then uh, I find out that it's a sciatic nerve. Then I did an MRI. They told me you have a two herniated disc. You're really bad. Yeah, you can continue to play, but maybe uh, you're gonna lose the, the the ability to move your leg or to feel it. And I keep pushing. I keep pushing for maybe two or three months uh, till the moment I couldn't feel my my left leg. You know, it was like I could move, use it, but not feeling. You can, you know, even cut down. Nothing. Then um, you know the doctors. I always want to stay safe. So they, they told me, you'll never be able to uh, lift weights, uh, play rugby, go to the gym, uh, run any activity if you don't uh, make the surgery. Fortunately, I have a very good friend who's a good uh, therapist in Romania. He told me, I know you're a smart guy. Better don't do the surgery. Just try to make the, you know, the rehabilitation. Uh, take some um, anti-inflammatory uh, pills and that's all, you know. And it was awful. I mean, I remember three weeks, I was just crying during the night because I couldn't sleep and it was uh, such a 
uh, weird feeling. It was like a deep pain on my knee, on my uh, leg. I think it was the sciatic nerve, but at the same time, I couldn't feel the leg. So it was so annoying. And, you know, it's so stressful because uh, you don't know what's going to happen with your leg. You know, like, you're going to lose your leg, uh, they, they will cut down, you never know. So, you are, yeah, you're really stressed. Right, right. And uh, I just keep, keep in mind what my, my, my friend told me, you know, like, keep doing the exercise even if you don't see uh, results in the first, uh, first period of time. And... Uh, I swear for six months daily, one hour and a half in the morning, I just wake up doing exercise. You know, it's not difficult. They are like very basics, abs and uh, lower back and glutes, because usually when you have lower back pain, lower back issues, you have to strengthen your lower abs, your hamstring and your glutes, you know, to bring your pelvic tilt. Sure. I, I always tell clients that, you know, there's usually a muscle imbalance somewhere with the lower back, the quads, the inner and outer thighs and the hamstrings, yeah. right? That's usually what fires lower back pain, like you were saying. So when you were doing these exercises, were they typically body weight exercises and you're, t- and you're building it up slowly, right? To, to, yeah, to that's true. Again? Only uh, the sandbags on my, on my ankles, that's all. Because most of them you have to lie on the, on the mat, on the floor, and you just have to raise legs, uh, abs, right. a lot of exercise, you know, stretching. And uh, in, for two or three months, I didn't see any result. It was just pain, pain, pain every night. Nothing, you know, like 10, 15 minutes uh, sleeping at night. I was like a zombie. Then uh, step by step, uh, I start uh, I start feeding my leg, you know, and I start running. Maybe today, five minutes. The next day, 10 minutes. Once I feel pain, I stop. You know, I came back to the five minutes. And, you know, like everything in life, you just have to do progression. Once you're going to shock your body, then uh, you have to pay attention. You know, maybe he's going to respond aggressive to you. So I did progressive. And in one year, uh, I get back without surgery and nothing. And right now, I deadlift, I squat. Like, uh, I never had a, a herniated disc. You know, the people it's, uh, are surprised right now how I how I get back to in shape. But obviously, if I'm going to start, if I'm going to start playing rugby, for example, which you, yeah. you get a lot of shocks in your shoulders, your spine, you know, uh, definitely I'll, uh, I'll have the issues. But uh, now for run, for a squat, let's say 140 kgs and deadlift 100, uh, which is not the same that I did before, but still it's good for someone. But still, to go back from a massive injury like you did and to progressively build up, you know, there's a bigger story behind that, man. Yeah. Like a lot of people will use that, you know, the the excuse that I got a big injury and now I can't do anything because my knee is out of commission or what have you. But, you know, you people look to you as a, a little bit of inspiration here because you can go back from nothing into something again. It just takes a little hard work, dedication, and consistency every yeah, single day. Yeah, and I recommend you know to everyone to, you know, make the surgery as a last, last, last option because – as my friend told me, once they're gonna cut there, you're not gonna feel the same. So if you can just do the rehab, you know, exercise, uh, whatever it takes, till uh, till the surgery, just do it, you know, and have patience and faith, and uh, you'll be back. You'll see. I mean, um, and most, I think that the most important thing, what I uh, what I uh, got from this uh, reha- uh, rehab, it was the the mental strength because you know, p- passing passing through such a you know difficult moment in my life. Oh. Um, man, I, I build such a mental strength right now. Uh, I feel like there is nothing that I, I can do. If I put something on my mind, I'm going to make it. Absolutely, man. It's a, it's a good message right there. Um, you know, very motivating. So what's so from there, mm-hmm. you know, you rehab yourself and, and yeah. you continue. So I don't want to cut you off. 
So, so, so uh, then, uh, okay, I decided that I have to, rugby, I, I couldn't play anymore because I know if I could play rugby, uh, I would start, uh, you know, have problems again with my lower back. So uh, I say, okay, I have the, I have master's degree in sport. I have a personal training certificate. I am in sport for more than 18 years. Uh, let's try to do something, you know, like a personal training, for example. So, um, I moved to Dubai because I had some friends there. They, they told me, oh, why don't come to Dubai? Maybe you, you can make some good money here. I moved to Dubai. I didn't know anyone as a personal trainer, no one to want to give you any advice, uh, help you. So, you know, like starting from the bottom, you don't know from where to pick up your clients, uh, from where to start. So, And it was so difficult because it was so hot in Dubai. And I just started walking on the street and drop my business card. I make, I make some business cards. That was my first step. Then walking on the street, uh, you know, downtown and drop my business cards to each hotel or, you know, tower that was uh, that was in Dubai and hopefully to, to get some clients. And three months, nothing, like nothing, you know, zero. After three months, uh, I started, you know, receiving phone calls uh, step by step. And uh, yeah, I made it. After six months, I was very comfortable, you know, like uh, I had my flat and everything. Uh, yeah, but, uh, you know, uh, if you work hard, somehow it, it, it will come. I mean, you just have to work hard and don't think, don't think too much, you know, just do it, do it, do it. And it, it will come, you'll see. There is no way. If you work uh, hard, there is no way to don't get the, the results. It's what I... 100%. I can't agree with you more. You know, sometimes it takes putting your back against the wall like that, moving to a new country, you know, whatever, an injury, something like that to really show what you're made of as a human being. You know what I'm saying? And uh, kudos to you, man. Yeah, you push yourself and you build up your clientele. And another thing I want to ask you about too is uh, your Instagram. You got a pretty interesting Instagram and you grew that thing. Um, talk a little bit about how you, once you got comfortable in Dubai, talk a little bit about how you uh, developed an internet business yeah, and it's built true. up so, an Instagram um, like I yours, start, a magnitude you know, like Instagram yours. Instagram has such an impact in, uh, in uh, UAE. It's the best marketing tool, let's say. So I get so many contacts, so many uh, sponsors, uh, uh, supplements, uh, as you know, food I don't pay, um, clothes, uh, I mean, perfumes. Every day I receive something, <laughs> a package sure. or something. Restaurants, they are looking for you, you know, just to visit them and make some stories. Uh, so I start, I start to study a little bit uh-huh. and uh, I start to speak with some friends that I have. They have a really good Instagram. Sure. And then they told me, you have to decide what exactly you want to show, what you want to offer to the to the audience. You want to post pictures only with you, I don't know, naked? Uh, do it. But this is what you're going to get, right, as an audience. You have to post pictures uh, with you and with food and supplements. Just alternate, like, one with the meal, one with the supplements, one with you, one with, the, I don't know, a motivational quote. And you have a mix. This is what you're going to get, right? But the most important thing, I think the best advice I get, it's do something um, educational, like try to teach something, you know, because this is this this is this is how you're going to engage to them. This, uh, I, I follow a lot of people from uh, from fitness, let's say, but uh, to be honest, I'm sure, always looking to learn something, value. you know, from them. So the people, when they go to my, my page, uh, I, I barely put pictures and uh, only one motivational quote or only five words or two sentences. Most of them, they have a description. Sure. And I, for example, if I provide a picture with a, a BCA, let's say, I'm going to wrote down what are the benefits, for example, or when is the best the best time to use it or why you're going to use it. or you know, like, And uh, then if you get, for example, a, a, a contract, a sponsor contract, and you want to do it in a smart way, I think the, uh, the advertisement, 
which is um, you know like a very light approach to the audience is the best once you're aggressive the people most likely they're not gonna follow you like for example if you go to my page and as i say uh, let's say bca i take the example right uh, i put a, a picture with the bca and i say look these are the benefits and i'm using this bca you know from this brand and this is like this is like behind, you know, it's like not so, so aggressive to the people when you tell them, look, this is what I'm using. If you want to use it, use it. And of course, the people, if they're going to like it, they're going to use the same, you know, and they say the body and they say, okay, uh, this guy get results with this BCA, I'm going to use it. But if you're just going to show them the BCA and tell them, use this BCA because uh, it's good, then you, you don't give them any, any information, you don't engage to them, you're just very aggressive, you know, to the people. So um, I don't think they're gonna they're gonna like this kind of, of marketing. Let's say you know. So oh, absolutely, man. Like that's why notoriously cars car salesmen have that that uh, you know energy around them because they're pushy, they're pushy, they're pushy, and yeah, and nobody likes a pushy salesman. I think you said it perfectly, man. Like you want to provide people a value yeah, with true. everything that you're posting, right? It's not an ego show. It's not look at me. It's how can I help the people progress? How can I engage with the people who follow me? And uh, I mean, that says a lot. It says a lot to, to you know, business and, and you genuinely want to provide people a value, which I think is amazing, which is why I'm so adamant about like contacting you and setting up a day to podcast because I think you got you know good information to give to the people, man. So I really again appreciate you coming on. Yeah, I, I I think this this is the best approach. You know, like you just show them what you are using and provide them you know some information. Sure. And obvious, if they like you and they follow you, they're gonna use the same. You know, you don't have yeah. to be aggressive to you don't have to be aggressive to them. Let them choose. You know. But the, the only option they're going to keep right. in mind is the one that, that's right. so in your page because they like you, you know. So this is what I, I recommend usually to the people. Sure. It's a, just a, like a marketing uh, strategy, you know. Like I'm, I'm calling you and I, I told you, uh, look, I'm available uh, to have a uh, podcast with you at uh, maybe 1 p.m. or at 3 p.m. And if you feel, I feel, uh, you feel like I, I let you choose, sure. but actually I'm choosing because I'm available only one sure. or three, you know. So I'm the one who chooses the timing, you know. But you feel like you are choosing the time. <laughs> no, absolutely. You know? So you just feel comfortable. Yeah, man. It's a yeah, absolutely. It's a it's a very intelligent tactic, man. And I appreciate you sharing that. So go back to when you had your your bigger injury, the herniated disc. Um, how old were you? And and you said it took about a year to recover back to almost about what you were doing prior to injury. Yeah. So uh, one year I was struggling, you know, in the recovery and everything. But actually, after six months, I started getting back my 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 leg. So how old were you at uh, that time? I was 30, uh, 28, sorry. I'm 31 right now. 32 soon in one month, November 2nd. So, uh, yeah, I start, you know, like continue. I continue to work as a trainer. Then uh, after one year, uh, one of my uh, local friends, uh, Emirati, he, uh, he called me one day and he told me, look, uh, Dubai Police Academy, uh, he's looking for trainers. Actually, he was working there, you know. And uh, he told me he's looking for trainers, but they want like a fresh fresh breed, you know, from some, someone from outside, like Eastern Europeans, because they are hard workers, they have good acknowledges, and the salary is actually, or the demand, they're not so uh, so high, you know, like uh, Western Europeans, like French, English, for example, uh, you know. So, uh, yeah, I went to the interview, they were surprised with my uh, um, um, background, you know, as an athlete, 
then uh, then also you know uh, having the master's degree uh, it was yeah, uh, it was a plus for me sure sure and they told me okay you are hired uh, you're gonna start uh, you're gonna start as soon as possible so yeah as I told you if you work hard uh, somehow God uh, is gonna help you so my my life changed yeah after after one year in Dubai and I become very comfortable because you know working for government uh, it's uh, well it's interesting man that's that's a great story uh, do you like I mean you like living out there is it your thing do you see a future out there because I know earlier you said you want to retire in, in Barcelona man it's true I mean uh, you know I'm talking with friends in uh, back home in, in Dominion and told me wow you have such a beautiful life living in Dubai and because people saw only uh, Burj Al Arab, Burj Khalifa some palm trees beaches you know like um, man it's not that I'm working so hard you know in Dubai the, the life is expensive. You can make a lot of money if you work a lot. You know, that's true. And you can afford whatever you want. You live comfortable, you know. But once you stop working hard and a lot of time, then uh, you're going to struggle because everything is expensive. Everything is money, you know. So, uh, yeah, I like right. the life. I mean, you can enjoy it. You can uh, have fun everything. The only concern that I have, uh, mostly because I'm an athlete also, uh, sometimes is the weather. I mean, uh, I my yeah first of all people uh, thinking okay i like uh, i like uh, to go to the beach i like the sun uh, i like the hot weather yeah i say the same just wait for the summer you know just wait and then the people stay. well it's 120 degrees fahrenheit so what, what is that in celsius well, how hot does it get out there? i don't know fahrenheit celsius you sometimes go 50 55 degrees you know? yeah 55 degrees <laughs> celsius is way too, is way too hot for anybody <laughs> yeah and plus it's not only about heat because if it's only heat let's say you can survive but sometimes you know, the humidity goes to 80 90 percent so you feel like you're sitting in the sauna you know and then um, imagine Ugh. everywhere you go in the summer for example you are in the you are breathing ac uh, you are go you're driving your car you have to use ac uh, step down from the car go home you have to use AC because it's very hot. Go to the mall, AC. Go to the I don't know gym, AC. So you are living like in a like in a box. Huh? I mean, uh, literally, you, you cannot go on the street because you're gonna you, you can even die. So right. uh, yeah, my body. I mean, I feel uh, sometimes I feel awful, and my body uh, can feel the difference <laughs> because uh, I had a very good um, uh, doctor, you know, in genetics, and uh, I told him one day I went back to Romania and uh, I was like full of water, you know, like uh, pumped. Then I went to Romania after three days. I could see shreds, abs, and everything. And he told me, yeah, it's normal because your body reacts. It's like you put a lion living in the desert, and then you'll get back him to the jungle. Of course, he's going he's gonna to be happy being in the jungle. The body's going to react well. But if you put a lion living in the, in the desert, he's not, uh, I don't know, he's not used to maybe, or the beer, you know, you put a one beer to live in the sure. desert. He's not used to it. He has to be in the cold weather. You know, like you are. Sure. It's amazing. It's amazing how the body quickly adjusts to its environment. You know, it's it's amazing. Sometimes people need to like take a step back, take a look at the evi- the environment that they've created for themselves, and you know, evaluate it every once in a while. And maybe if you change the environment, and this is a metaphor, change the environment a little bit, different things will change. More positive changes will happen in your life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, true. And there, there are a few facts actually, you know, that um, uh, makes my makes myself uh, suffer. First is the weather. Then obvious, the food is not the same. Why? Because imagine it's so hot there to keep the food, you know, let's say fresh or uh, to don't get spoiled the food. They pumped a lot of salt, sodium, water. 
So once you're gonna eat this food, imagine you're gonna be full of salt, water, and sodium. So you're gonna look like a like a panda, you know, like you're gonna your body's gonna be right, puffy, yeah, puffy for yeah, sure. So so pumped. So um, yeah, I mean, this is the few things that the, the people that doesn't know. It's normal. You go you go on holiday. It's not gonna be the same. You're gonna be there for seven days, ten days. You're gonna feel amazing. But once you live there, everything changes. You know? Hmm. Very interesting. You know what, dude? Um, I think this is the start of a, of a relationship, man. I want to I wanna contact you as much as we can and collab on things because I think you're a really smart guy. And um, I think people who are driven, uh, they, they slingshot each other. You know, they could kind of take and feed off of one another's energy and kind of like, like I said, slingshot each other up into wherever. You know what I'm saying? So maybe one day I come out there to Dubai and then we get like a workout. We'll do a podcast or something. What does that sound like? Anytime, anytime. Feel free. <laughs> anytime awesome, i'm happy dude. i'm um, happy that you contact me and uh, by the way if uh, some of your uh, followers have any question regarding nutrition uh, anything motivation uh, maybe uh, you know issues in life uh, just uh, let them to, to contact me on, on instagram and i'll try to help them you know as i did with my friends absolutely man 100 percent, dude uh, i think you know there's so many people out there and you know no matter where you look you can find a helping hand and you know, follow people at Nino Fitness. So where, where can people follow you on Instagram? Like what's your, what's your handle officially? You tell people uh, if you have a website or anything that you want people to find out about you. Uh, sure. The website is under construction right now. Actually, my, uh, my fiance is taking care of that. Uh, Instagram, it's Nino underline fitness. And on Facebook, it's Nino Barbu, B-A-R-B-U, which is my, uh, my family Yes, my family name. Barbu. And uh, yeah, I, I just told you that because I feel like I uh, have to get back to the universe. You know, I, I told you I passed through so many uh, difficult moments in my life when I reached Dubai, when I have to stop rugby and everything. And man, I feel like a few times in my life, I just touched the bottom and the God was there and he lifted me back. You know, like he showed me the way. So right now in my life, I feel like I, I have to help people. And when I'm saying help people, it's not, you know, give them money or food. I, I, I'm the, the I'm the person who who's thinking that always is better to teach the people how to fish, to feed them up. Don't give them the fish to eat, right? Like that, they're gonna have fish. They're gonna have fish to eat for entire life. If you're gonna give them fish one or two days, man. maybe you're gonna leave. So they're gonna die. They don't have food anymore. But if you teach them how to fish, then they're gonna uh, they're gonna survive for for longer, you know, because they they know how to fish. So you know, this this for me uh, means help actually not to give them money or i know material things this is why i feel like i want to get back to the universe and the people who need uh, some help from me uh, i'll be there always dude absolutely that's a great way to close out this podcast man i appreciate you coming on here uh and giving your time and i think that's a message that needs to be pushed out there so i'm i'm really happy that we got together and this is just the first time dude um after your your competition so Hong, we'll, we'll we'll stop it right here and say do you, you're going to win it tomorrow or on Saturday, right? Saturday, hopefully. I'm I'm going there to to win always, but uh, you know, as a, a performance athlete, and uh, I have a, this state of mind that if it's someone better than you, you just have to say, man, you are you are much better than me. I'm going to come back next time, and hopefully, I'm going to win. But uh, you, you have to you know to 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 be honest with you. Maybe you didn't work enough or maybe someone has a better genetics. Absolutely. Or you never know. You never know. I'm doing it first. I'm doing this for fun. You know, like, but of course, when I'm going to step on stage, it's not fun anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm there to, to win, right? So, uh, so we will see, hopefully. Yeah, absolutely.
Cool, man. Well, again, thank you so much. I, I wish I had more time. Sure. I got to go train another client right now. Um, so let's, let's set up another day that we can talk and maybe uh, share with the people the results of this. And maybe we can break down the bodybuilding process step by step and really provide people a value. If they want to go into the bodybuilding world and, and train themselves and really do it, we can uh, do a podcast on bodybuilding and, and break it down for the people. How's that sound? Sure, uh, I'll be more than happy because actually I'm going to focus a little bit more, I think, on, on nutrition. Uh, a lot of people know how to train. Uh, you can find exercise everywhere, but uh, how the body reacts, then it's, uh, then it's a different uh, you know, discussion. Yeah. So uh, I'm very, my passion is right now nutrition. Actually, I started the PhD. Uh, I just signed the contract at my university uh, one month ago. I started the PhD in nutrition, so hopefully in three years you're going to call me doctor in the fitness. <laughs> and uh, yeah doctor nino fitness hell yeah man awesome no it's it's something i'm very passionate about as well and you know there's a lot of bullshit out there so when we got guys like yourself that could whittle out a little of that bullshit and really put some real knowledge and science behind it um it's definitely a benefit for everybody and a lot of people can get some use out of it but uh dude again thank you so much for doing this and this is not the last time we will uh, be in touch again uh, but I really got to bounce. So, dude, thanks again for doing this. And until next time, everybody of the Danny Cola Fitness Podcast, the Danny Cola Podcast, uh, thank you and have a great evening, day, life. And that's it. Peace. And that's the podcast, everybody. Thank you so much for listening and all your support over the entire year. We are 53. Four episodes strong now and uh continue to uh keep pushing this was a super inspirational informative podcast from my man nino uh make sure to follow his instagram at nino fitness it's very simple at nino fitness uh and that's it thank you to the sponsors thank you to uh elemental float and cryotherapy check out www.elementalfloat.com right now and mention the danny cola podcast when you're in house you get $20 off your first cryotherapy session or float tank experience. If you haven't ever had a float tank experience, take my word for it and go check it out because it's the one of the best ways I know of where you can kind of physically and mentally decompress. And that's it, everybody. Make sure to, if you really like what you heard today, share this podcast with somebody you love and give us a five-star rating and review. Uh, that would be awesome if you could do that and uh hopefully whatever it is that you're doing with your life you're enjoying it and uh spread out that positivity in one way shape or form and that's it have a great day have a great everything peace